0: This is a prepaid debit call from I don't know. an inmate at the <laughs>
1: correctional institution. To accept this call, press zero.
2: What's up? Welcome to another episode of Rant, uh, where we're here to just talk about that talk. Um today we have a wonderful guest. We got a special guest. Um her name is Johanna Cotino, right? Yes. Yeah. So Johanna, go ahead and uh go ahead and introduce yourself. We wanna we, I guess we'd rather hear from you as to who you are.
0: Yeah, of course. So hey, everyone. Um, As Jono introduced me as Johanna. um, So a little bit about me. I was raised partly in Toronto, Canada, and I was also raised in Dubai. So that is a bit of my background. I went to high school there. Um, It was one of the best experiences I've ever had. I uh, got to experience and learn so many different types of people from all walks of life. Um, fast forward, I moved back to Canada from Dubai when I was 18. So I went to university here, and I also did my master's in communications and multimedia. So throughout my the last couple of years, I've worked in different industries in the in the communications uh, industry. So I've worked in non profits, uh, government agencies, uh, infrastructure. I've worked in uh, software, and now I currently own my own communications and PR agency. So that is what I do. So I work with different types of uh, clients across North America, and hopefully we're going to be expanding um, in Europe. So probably the UK market and also the Middle East. Um, But that is underway. A cool, I guess, like something that I've done in recently is I competed in Miss World Canada, which was so much fun and probably one of the best experiences of my life. And that's kind of me in a nutshell. I have a dog. Levi, <laughs> 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 And he's two years old. So that's kind
2: of, that's why I am. <laughs> and your dog's name is uh, Levi, right? Levi,
0: he yes. He's he a B-1-2, Super small, uh, little fluffball. And uh, he's ultimately
2: also my best friend.
1: Nice. That's cool. That's yeah. cool.
2: Yeah. And uh, I just want to make, like, I, you know what I love about any time that I interact with uh, people from Canada? is that I love how I love how they always refer... Like, they always refer nor, to, like, North America. Like, I just... And I think that's awesome because us... Like, I'm self... I mean, like, I'm just... I'm an egotistical American that I just sometimes forget that we're on the same continent with two other countries, right? And I'm always like, yeah, we're going to be the best in the nation. But see, you worried about the <laughs> continent. And yeah, I... We
0: are in North America. I know. America's just like... I'm not safe. <laughs> right.
2: Is that how we sound? Is that how we sound? Like, most likely.
0: Yeah, like I know. <laughs> I really like you guys. But, like, <laughs> you <are all> <laughs>
2: well, I just want to let I just want to let all of our listeners know that we've officially gone international. Uh, you know, with our with our guest today. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. Well, well, but well, before we go on, Joanna, can you please tell me the name of your of your company? Yeah, my
0: communications and PR agency is called Infinium Inc. And Infinium, actually, um, my partner and I, we came up with that name because it's derived from the word infinity. And communications and uh, PR, ultimately, there is no limits because you can do everything and anything, and you need it in every single industry possible. You communicate no matter what, whether it's verbal or nonverbal. And so for those reasons, it's called Infinium because it's without
1: limits. You know, you took that leap of faith into entrepreneurship, and you said you weren't really, like, the type to... Do or even feel like you were like at the pageant level, or to be in a pageant, I guess those two things are completely at least in my eyes are completely different realms. But you had the courage to like leap into both. And I guess if you give me my per- your perspective on why or how or whatever that yeah. looked like,
0: yeah, no, I so again, like referring back to my child, like childhood, um, where I didn't feel like I was co- I never felt confident, right? Um, and I didn't feel beautiful, I didn't feel, um like I really belong, but deep down I always felt like I belonged somewhere and so as I got older and I went to high school and then I moved back to Canada by myself um, at the age of eighteen, I started to find like slowly find out who I was and who I am as a person because I started to find things that I really liked um, I started to like develop passion and feel of communications because that was my degree um, and so being by myself, alone, without kind of the shelter of my family, because they're the most supportive people on the planet, kind of enabled me to grow up. And it pushed me to become a strong person. And throughout that time, I wasn't in very healthy relationships either. So I ended up getting into, in the beginning, it was a healthy relationship, but it turned. Very, quite sour. Yeah, and sour. Quite yeah. Unhealthy, um, because it ended up being a very emotionally abusive relationship. So, for three years of that time, at the age of 23 to, or sorry, yeah, 22 to 25 or 26, almost 26, I didn't know who I was because I felt like I lost myself or who Johanna was in that relationship because I ended up having to take care of somebody that. Was wasn't essentially my responsibility.
2: Right, right. And
0: I started to feel more like a mother than I did as a girlfriend. And all that being said, he is a lovely person. We just weren't right for each other in that relationship. But I lost myself, and because I lost myself, I lost my confidence with that at the same time. And so when I got out of that relationship, and I was alone for quite some time, it sort of pushed me to find things that I was passionate about again. And it pushed me to do things outside my comfort zone again. And to be honest, the one thing that saved me was actually writing. Wow. Because when I was going through all of that, nobody uh, like in my family or my friend circle knew what I was going through. I kept that a secret from everyone. And I dealt with that every single day for 24 hours of the day for three years. And writing saved my life. So I wrote every day on how I felt while I was in that relationship. And so when I got out of it, I was like, Johanna, you have to take this time to really dive into who you want to be and who you need to be and find who you are. And then I started to find things that I loved. Um, I went horseback riding for the first time by myself. And I did things alone, which was nice. I I got back into drawing, which I love. And then I developed so much self-confidence that, It pushed me to do what I did, to do what I just recently did, which was opening up my company, um, which was entering the pageant. And the pageant was essentially a way for me to also portray a lot of uh, women empowerment. And it was to showcase two young women who always felt like they weren't good enough to show them that they are. To show them that you don't have to be silent, to show them that you can overcome, to show them that you are strong, to show that you are beautiful, no matter what, who you are, what you are, where you come from, what your skin tone is, it doesn't matter. It's about who you are on the inside, which is just as beautiful as who you are on the outside. And that's why I entered the pageant. And it was also part to prove to myself that I also was good enough,
2: right. if that
0: makes sense.
2: No, it makes total yeah. sense. It makes yeah. total sense. Wow. And, you know, and so it, it seems to me that you, I guess, throughout this journey, like there was a moment where you realized, like, I can do anything, right? Like, yeah. And do do you remember that exact moment or did it just kind of happen over time?
0: It kind of happened over time and during the week. So um, before the, before the final show, we had one week where we were essentially training and prepping, but we were in competition the whole week. As soon as you go, left your hotel room you are being judged. And so while I was, yeah, like you were being judged of like basically everything that you did, how you walk, sit, talk, um, literally everything. But you know, it was good because it made you self-aware of what was going on. But it was also so incredible because I competed with 39 other amazing women from across Canada, like across the entire country. And these women came with passion and dedication and love. And um, they're so intellectual and they're so powerful. And from every single one of them that I met, I learned something. And it was, they all come with their own unique stories. And they all come with their own beautifully unique stories. Doesn't matter what it is. And it was the takeaway from that of how, when I realized, one pageant world is so different from corporate worlds, like communications and PR and all that kind of, which is what I know. And pageant world is showcasing more than just beauty. It's really about who you are as a person, and it's beyond just your looks. There, it's it's really beyond that. And it was in that moment that I realized, in that week, I said, "I'm here and I'm present because I wanted to." be the voice for women who never felt like they were good enough. And today I'm standing here because I'm representing all those women who never felt good enough. And in that moment, I was like, this is my time to shine.
1: Nice. no, that's really dope. Um, and that kind of, like, you kind of touched on the next kind like idea that I have. And I just want to know is like, yo, how the, how do you balance the, those two different aspects? Cause I know, Pageantry is completely different from corporate world or even just like running your own business, but it's almost like you're two people in one. But like you know how to manage, you do well in both. So like, how do you, how do how do you thrive in both of those? Especially At the same time too, yeah, right? Like especially since you're new to both of them. Yeah, too. you're new to
2: both, but you're thriving in both. Like how how like are you managing that? So, well,
0: so again, you know, communications is is limitless, right? And even in pageant world, you need to be a, a at least a decent communicator or a good communicator because everything involves speaking in some shape or form and it's either verbal or nonverbal communication. And because of I like Johanna that everybody knows is professional Johanna who sits here and like talks business or like it's like (laughs) they're like together and pageant Johanna is like I don't know what the heck I'm doing half the time here because (laughs) I am so inexperienced and these women are like have been doing this for years. And so the way that I managed it was I literally just went in there being authentically myself. There was nobody else that I could be except me. So whether Corporate Johanna came out in, during that time, Corporate Johanna came out during that time, whether it was Kind Johanna or whether it was Generous Johanna that came out, Generous and Kind Johanna came out. Like I went into that experience and managed it in a way that I said, I do not come from pageantry world. I have not had training. I do not have a pageant coach. I don't have a communications coach that would that taught me how to be in the pageant or could help me with my communication skills in the pageant. But I'm going into this being authentically myself because this is the only person that I know. And wow. that was it. And that's basically how I ran with it through the entire week was just being who I know that I am. And that's why I said I finally know who I am as a person at this age, because I have given myself that time to figure out who I am. And that's basically how I handle both.
2: <laughs> wow. And you, and you know, um, I, I, I'm, I'm still kind of thinking of something you said earlier, right? Like you mentioned how, right. You said that you felt like you weren't living up to your potential, or you had made the comment that like, you know, that, that you knew you were capable of so much more. And so that's one of the reasons that you yeah. like dived into these, um, to, into, into these endeavors. Right. But I think it's awesome because it feels like that's what you were doing the whole time. It's just like, you know, maybe, maybe I, you know, maybe in this moment, I don't know everything, but you know, but I am being myself, right. I am being present and I'm giving this my all, right. Like just, I'm giving, I'm, I'm going to give this a hundred, you know, I'm going to give this a hundred percent. And I just, yeah. You're
0: absolutely right. It's very true. I think in this whole time, I was probably manifesting that anyways. And now that I've gotten a taste of it, I love it. Like it was so much fun and it was so empowering and so wonderful. And I met and learned so many things from so many different types of people. And although I have my passion, which, and my love for comms and PR, I also have developed a newfound love for pageantry. Right. And pageantry, I have learned is so much bigger. And I, and A part of me wishes that I applied five years ago when I really wanted to. Right. But a part of me, actually, a a big part of me is happy that I didn't. Because if I applied five years ago, I don't think I would have been able to manage that week or the way that pageant life is compared to who I am today. Because who I was then, was not I wasn't a strong person, I wasn't confident, but who I am now is like a thousand fold
1: from that you know and to a degree I I, like it's you weren't like I want to highlight the fact that you talked about being genuine like you're genuinely yourself like even even though you went in knowing that you didn't know what were the like set rules standards for pageantry because you didn't have a coach or everything else that everyone else has there you're just uniquely yourself and you're unapologetic about it it's and and that's yeah and that's that's really important at least from from just hearing you like yo you you know who you are and then you just stay true to yourself the whole time and it and it seemed i mean it it worked out for you cuz you, uh, i think you mentioned you're like top 20 top 20 top 20 right congrats. yeah congrats yo yes congrats so yeah, I, I appreciate just for terrible. <laughs> <laughs> But
0: uh, no, I, you know, actually, when I got called top 20, um, I, I, again, I, I think I said it earlier, or maybe it, I didn't. But basically, I never thought I would even come to top 20 because of I, I was, I'm sorry, it may experience. But mm-hmm. when they call my name, I, the feeling that I had, when I stood there on stage, when I was called top 20, wasn't the feeling of, Oh, my God, I made it. It was the feeling of, Oh my God, they saw me.
2: Oh, okay. And
0: I felt seen. And I think growing up, I never felt seen because I was not that person. Like, I was not to have confidence, like, never stood out in the crowd, was fairly quiet. And for the fir- one of the first times in my life, doing this empowered me in a way where I felt seen. And it wasn't, oh my gosh, I made it. That wasn't the intention. The intention was, In that moment when I stood there on stage, was they saw me amongst thirty nine other
2: women. They saw me. That's so profound. I, I, uh, you know, and 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 Johanna, I don't know if you know, like, I for for those of you that don't know, you know, when she was going through this process, I had no idea that you didn't have a coach and that you didn't have like the things that I know that most pageant queens do. Um, I have a few friends that compete um, here in the states, and and I know that each of them always stresses the importance of how, like, you know, of having those things in place. And I didn't know that. And it's funny because I would still hit Johanna Johanna up and I'd be like, hey, like, you can hang with these girls. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and she'd be like, yeah, you know, like, I got this, you know, like, but, 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 you know, that idea of being unapologetically yourself, if I may for a second, like, that's what got me through prison, right? I tell yeah. people that all the time. Like, like what got me through prison is that I realized real quick that I shouldn't lie to anybody, right? Like I shouldn't, because that's what I started noticing. I started noticing a lot of guys where, they would get into trouble just by not being themselves. You know what I mean? And trying to like downplay a certain aspect about themselves that like, otherwise I feel like would have gotten them out of a lot of trouble. And so when I got, when I got to prison in this dangerous place, I remember one of the things that I told myself was like, all right, man, like you're not going to act like, n- like something that you're not, you're not going to come in here acting like a thug. You're not going to come in here acting like some type of gangster. Like, you know, like I told Pete, like, you know, from the jump, I was just unapologetically me. You know, and I was just like, yeah, like I told guys like, yeah, this is what I did. This is why I'm here. I didn't grow up on the streets like you guys, but I'm here with you guys. So, you know what I mean? Like, and it was funny because that ultimately ended up giving me, getting me like more love from a lot of my fellow inmates. You know what I mean? Like they were all like, you know, we, we like this guy, you know what I mean? And so it it actually saved me a lot of, uh, a lot of learning, (laughs) you know what I mean? A lot of learning.
0: He wanted to come up, my dog wanted to come up on the couch and he just looked like he was struggling. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um
0: no, I completely hear you, Jono, because I think I think sometimes what we tend to forget in life is we are so prone to putting up a front oh, on who oh, we yeah. need to be in life. Absolutely. That we tend to forget that who cares? Just be who you want. To be. be you. And over time, I learned that being unapologetically myself was the answer to everything, because putting up a front or showing or caring too much for what people think didn't get me anywhere. It's In time. fact, what it, it caused me more anxiety, it caused me more stress. It made me feel like I wasn't good enough all the time because I wasn't you know keeping up to society's standards. But then when I started to realize that that doesn't matter. And who you are as a person matters more, and what you what your purpose is on this planet to basically be a decent human being, that matters more. And being unapologetically yourself is what's going to get you far.
2: You know, I I I often like I often say that like, you know, being who you are usually has gotten you where you are, right? Yeah. And so I mean, unless that needs to change, right? Like, cause you know, and in, in some instances, you do got to change the person you are, or not change, <laughs> right? But you got to. Maybe you gotta, uh, you know, polish up a little bit, and 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 maybe work on certain aspects of your life. But in the case of certain entrepreneurs, right? We've we've usually always gotten places because of who we are, right? Like, and so why abandon that now? Like when things get, you know, when things, you know, get harder, when you really need it. And so I totally agree with that.
0: But even in the world of entrepreneurship, I think the biggest challenge in the world of on- entrepreneurship is the ability to learn the acceptance of failure.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And yeah. so the one thing that some that I struggled with before is because I'm a type A person, so everything has to be extremely perfect, <laughs> perfect. all the time. Yeah. And I, I'm also fairly structured in that way. So when things weren't going the way that I needed to be in terms of structure, in terms of like not failing it would cause me a lot of stress. I'm like, it's not perfect. It's not perfect. But the one thing about entrepreneurship is that it is normal and completely okay to fail and accept that failure and then try to do better. And even though I started this company in February, yes, we are doing fairly well, but that doesn't mean we haven't failed along the way. That doesn't mean that I haven't learned along the way. That doesn't mean that I haven't struggled along the way. I've done all of that, but it's how hard I work to make it better, to ensure that I'm getting what I need and ensure that my company is successful, but also my clients are happy. And so I, like in the last couple of months, it has been a lot of work. The the one thing that when you, when you are your own person or you are your own self-employee is that it's easy to give up. Oh yeah. But because you have a lot of passion and love for what you do, it takes a lot of sacrifice, a lot of self-determination, and a lot of courage to continue. Because a lot of times, I promise you, I'm like, what the heck? Like, what am I doing? Because I don't know left from right. I've never had a business in my life.
2: And so am I
0: doing the right thing? Like, I don't know what my income is going to be every single month. It's great one month. And then... When I close an account, it like goes deep down deep a little bit. south. <laughs> you know? And so it's very up and down. And then, in terms of even, here's the thing, and I don't know if it's the same thing in the US, but in Canada, if you want to purchase a property and you have a company, it is not seen as income. So you're not exactly qualified for a uh.
2: mortgage
1: what if you have a
0: business
2: See, i did not know that no that
1: works completely opposite on this side
0: oh
2: yeah come on over here we got plenty of property for you <laughs> well, you know and I, I know caesar has a few more uh, a few more questions for you um you know but i just wanted to comment on the fact that you know like you mentioned you know you mentioned this idea of like of failing and being okay with failure, right like And it's funny because I I had the same thought, right, like recently where even before, of course, hitting rock bottom or what I deemed rock bottom in my own life. Right. I did have this 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 idea that like, man, you know, what's the worst that could happen if I fail, you know, at this at whatever it is that I want to, you know, go and go on and pursue. Right. Like, what's the worst that could happen? I end up right back where I am right now. You know what I mean? And like right now, things aren't that bad. You know what I mean? Like I had, I had to, oh, I had to tell myself, and that motivated me a lot before I went in. When I came out, it was a whole different level of motivation because at this point, failure, like I don't fear failure anymore, right? Because failure, you know, like like you know, it, it really is just like it doesn't have to mean that that's the end of everything. No, it's right? just a lesson. Like failure really can just be a lesson. You know yeah. what I mean? Like man, this is just how not to do it next time.
1: Yeah. And you I, know. not to cut you off, man, but I completely agree on that. Uh, like, like not you know being okay with failure, even just like taking that leap, right? Because like, I like I ended up moving to California, uh, at least at this point, like last year, right before COVID. So like, I moved January two thousand or twenty twenty to Los Angeles because me and Mike, were talking about starting this company up, and you know, at first, I'm not gonna lie, like I definitely sat on the idea for a couple weeks and i i it like parts of me my logical side was telling me it didn't add up i was like you got you have cleveland money this is my like inner conscious telling me you got cleveland money but you don't have los angeles money bro and i'm like yeah you're right like i don't but then i i thought about it i was you know man like um something's like something my mom told me a long time ago it was like like certain opportunities in life only present themselves once and sometimes you just got to be willing to quote unquote fail. Right. Cause like the one thing that I was fearing that is failing or a failure. And, but like, that was the only reason I wasn't making that decision. And I was like, you know, if that's the only reason that I can think of, like dive head first, like if I'm a fail, I might as well just land on my head. Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and I, I, I used to have this big, I used to always have this comment. Like I, I, I used to tell people that like, and uh, that, in order for me to, like, in order for me to get rich, quote unquote, right, or in order for me to get to a certain level of, like, you know, of success that I deem, like, you know, or that I deem, like, my desire or desirable, I remember telling myself, like, I gotta be okay with the, I gotta be okay with the idea of not having money before I can, like, really go all in on, like, getting money, right, like, and I used to say that all the time, like, I've already accepted, you know, I've already accepted that I'll be okay if I don't get, To, to, you know, get get to those dollar figures that I'm expecting to have one day, right? Because I I can live a perfectly happy life on the budget that I'm on now. But, you know, it's accepting that that's allowed me to be okay with failure at that next level, right? It's like, all right, now that that's out the way, I'm ready to attack anything else, you know, because of course, you know, the dreams are bigger. You know, and of course, I want more. And you know, but but I just I've already I've already accepted. I've already told myself like, hey, if if it doesn't work out, at least give it your best try. At least put your best foot forward. Exactly. You know. But
0: that's when you when you have the ambition and the drive, and you know you're you know you can do more. Trust me, you will. Right. So even in this moment, you're feeling like I'm okay with what I have, and I'm okay with where I am because that's completely fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But because you already have that drive, that hunger, that passion to do more, there is there should be nothing stopping you from reaching that. Absolutely. So you mentioned before um, like uh, like last time we spoke, you said that you know you have been getting into acting. I and did, I did you, say that <laughs> and I, didn't, I never forgot that because I could see how passionate you are about that, and you enjoy it. So maybe in this moment right now in your life, yeah, you are kind of like steadfast. You are okay with what you have. You're okay with your budget. but Because you have that drive and that passion when it comes to acting, I promise you, you will get far in life. Because anyone, I'm telling you, there is almost 8 billion people on this planet and not ev- not everybody on this planet has drive and ambition. Yeah. It takes a lot yeah. and drive and ambition True. is awesome. And when you have drive and ambition, and that comes from within you, you will
2: get far in life. Do wow. you have ambition? Exactly. Do you? No, you're
1: you're completely <laughs> right. You.
2: That's a poster. <laughs> that's a poster right there. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna it's have Johanna. Like Johanna, <laughs> Johan, I want you pointing at the at the, at the people like this, and that's gonna say, "Do <laughs> you have ambition?"
0: <laughs> we should. We should, like, we should actually
2: make a billboard. And should, like, <laughs> North, North America, North America <laughs> all actually, over the place. Everyone's true. getting.
0: And then we should like
2: on the Go board like in big letters but ranch. Oh. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> hey y'all. Y'all heard it here okay. first. Y'all heard it here
1: first. Okay. <laughs> Bet. I'm with it. But uh um you know something something I like to do like to like to close off cuz like you've you you spoke about a lot in like the the two realms that you currently live in and um it's really exciting that you, I feel like at least from what I'm hearing is you your your authenticity and your like um, confidence, I feel leaked over from, I wouldn't even say leaked over because you didn't, it's, it's still you because it it takes a certain type of confidence. It takes a certain type of authenticity in a sense of being real with yourself and like your capabilities to start a business. And I feel like that, that completely leaked over to like kind of pushing you into pageantry cuz it, it i i kept hearing that same confidence about who you are and the authenticity of being unap- unapologetically yourself okay. and that's yeah. you you kind of have to have those dynamics exist in entrepreneurship or, or, or running a business right cuz like at least for my end um i don't know how all businesses run but like yo like you have to be confident with new clients you know they come into you thinking you're an expert of what you're doing you're sar- you're charging a certain amount and you have to be confident about what you're presenting and how much you're charging for it. And at times, I'm not going to lie, when I first started, I felt like an imposter. I was like, yo, am I really charging this? Like, am I getting away am with I this? Am I really
2: worth this time? I
1: was, I'd look around, I was like, yeah, 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 that's uh, that's what I'm charging. I'm like, wait, in my head, I'm like, ah, uh, sure. <laughs> 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 really
0: know what
1: am I, to do, right? am I really good at this or no? But no, um
0: but it's about it's the work they exactly hire you if you don't, if work.
1: don't work yeah and so the the last question i want to ask you um right before we close out is like what what advice do you wish you knew sooner or when you were younger um what yeah. that, would you that you would give to, yourself a your younger self yeah what
2: would you say to, yeah. to little johanna
0: oh my gosh i would say so many things that little sweet, innocent
2: girl.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I think the, one of the biggest things that I would tell her what it would be, it's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to not always have structure in life. Because sometimes the best things in life come when they're unstructured. And you will figure out your way. Don't be too hard on yourself as you as you sort of maneuver this wonderful thing called life. And that is what I would tell her, because I think as a kid, I really struggled with what I was doing, where I was going, who I was, who I am. Um, And I struggled because I, I always forgot to remind myself, I was always very hard on myself. And I always forget to remind myself that it's sometimes okay to not be okay. And so that's exactly what I would tell younger Joe.
2: I love that. I really do. (laughs) Listen, that's something I've preached for a long time. Like you know, it's okay to not be okay. Like, and so you hit the. I love that. I love
1: that. Yeah, and I guess again, I love. I mean, for me, like, I love listening to your story because it's. Um, I love listening to the. The I mean, that for me it sounds like you're, and I've said this to you before. Like, it's it sounds like you're like your courage was on another level. Again, like you you've done a lot of things that, only really call upon like. Your willingness and, and courage in yourself to want to do it, um one being yeah. you moving back to Canada by yourself, not having any family, two mm-hmm. starting starting up your own business, like after a pandemic after pandemic, yeah, mid pandemic like, yeah, and then doing something that you've never really felt comfortable doing, which is pageantry, and um yeah. I, I really commend the the fact that you've owned you and then are willing to like grow. And put yourself in uncomfortable positions, and that really just takes courage, yo. Like that just screams courage to me, because a lot, a lot of us, even me, I wouldn't do a pageant. <laughs> <laughs> honestly,
0: honestly, well, okay, first of all, nah. I think you could. Really cool.
2: appreciate, you, no, appreciate you, I don't think you could. <laughs> no, I, if you put
1: your mind to it, you could. Right, got gotcha. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. But you're right.
0: I think apart from I, I think it was more so also, yeah, you're right, taking that leap of faith and, and having that courage to do it. But there were I think the reason why I built so much courage in, in my life is because of the experience and situations I have been put in. Yeah. And I don't think that I would be this person if I wasn't put in those situations. And as much as maybe those situations have hurt me, have put me down, have made me really, really sad on some days. But those, I will never regret any of them because those situations ultimately made me who I am today. And I, and I feel like, Jono, and even Caesar, you can both speak to that because, Jono, I know you, when you went to prison, that's probably how you felt. You probably felt sad Absolutely. on those days. And you were like, what am I doing here? Like, what am I going to do after this? But that experience, definitely, and you can attest to this, made you so much stronger as an individual and so much more daring and gave you so much more courage and braveness in the world. And you probably have such a different outlook on the world now. That is more positive than it was before you went in there.
2: Yeah. Johanna, you, you, yeah. I I hit it on the nose. I hit, I, yeah, you hit it on the nose. I I couldn't agree more. Sometimes your experiences do shape you, you know, and um, your, your experiences sometimes were that, that iron that sharpens iron. You know mm-hmm. like there's really no other way to to you know to shape iron than to do it with something that's just as hard. Yeah. You know so um yeah like it's I think I think tough experiences make tough people.
1: Yeah exactly. And
2: uh so you know for for our listeners out there you know if there's something that you've been through that that is that is that is difficult and that is hard or you know that was tough just know that if you look at it the right way and you spin it the right way it, it, in the end it really made you yeah just as strong as that situation was. And exactly. so uh, Thank you for that, Johanna. Seriously, no, thank you.
0: Just one more thing I would like to say on that point. Yeah. Go ahead. Like, if you are ever feeling, like there's a huge stigma around mental health. There's a huge, huge stigma around that. And not only just that, there's a huge stigma around people I'm not going to get help or not going to talk to people because of the stigma in society. And I know now we are becoming more accepting to that. However, if you need to talk to somebody, even if it's not a friend or even if it's not a family member, go out and get help and go talk to someone because it's important. Mental health is so important and to have healthy mental health is so, so important. So if you can't talk to a friend and you can't talk to a family member, go out and get help or write because writing saved me and maybe it will save you too
1: You know <laughs> usually we do like a minute rant but I feel like that was your rant but, so. <laughs>
2: but uh, and, No, we loved it. Yeah, no, I loved it. I loved it. We looked at each other like, yo, this is this is good rant yeah, material. Yeah, yeah, no.
1: Cuz right but at the is end
0: true. it is so true. You it, like I I think like for the longest time cuz I didn't really understand the importance of mental health I didn't I didn't get it I didn't get it until I was in a situation where I didn't even know what was going on which was during that three-year relationship of mine and so I encourage people that it's okay to talk to somebody and even if you don't struggle with anything it's okay to talk to someone because the one thing about going and talking to someone is not because you might need it it's to get unbiased opinion that a family member or a friend will not give you because they don't know you yeah, so they're just there to talk absolutely. to you. They don't know anything about you. So just talk to someone. There's helplines. I feel that. Call. There's always somebody.
2: Absolutely. And, if you
0: guys, and honestly, I, my, I have an open-door policy. If you guys want to reach out to me any which way, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Just reach out to me. I'm happy to talk to anyone.
1: Hey, give us – so since since you're you're, you know, trying to tell us to reach out to you, where can we reach yeah. out to you to? You know, handles. Give us your so, handles. Instagram, um, IG, okay. TikTok,
2: whatever you're on. For, for infinium, for infinium, whatever. Yeah. So I
0: use, um, so my Instagram is at Johanna Coutinho. So J-O-H-A-N-N-A-C-O-U-T-I-N-H-O. That is my Instagram. I use Instagram more than anything else. Um, You can reach out to me in Facebook Messenger, and it's literally Johanna Coutinho. <laughs> There's <laughs> nothing grand about that. And then my email is Johanna J O H A N N A at Infinium I N F I N I U M dash Corp C O R P dot com. So any which way, I have an open door policy. Messenger has this option where you can call people, I guess, and so does Instagram. You can call me too. Like I'm, it's completely open. If you guys
1: ever need. To. And, and for for the listeners, like if you didn't catch that, we'll we'll, we'll provide that somewhere. Don't worry.
2: Yeah, yeah, we'll make sure I to provide you. that. But uh, I, also, uh, listeners, uh, you know, that open door policy was just for me and Caesar, yeah. All right. You know, <laughs> uh, you know, I just want to put that out there. You know, uh, you know, she don't know y'all like that, so uh, stay out her, stay out her, her inbox, please. No, but um, uh, but <laughs> but seriously, for the for you listeners, if there's anybody that can utilize Infinium, you know, in any kind of way, we really want to just encourage you to reach out to Johanna and and you know, and just let her know. Hey, I'm I'm an interested uh I'm an interested customer and I just wanna I want I want to get a quote or you know I want to set up a meeting. Go ahead and hit her up. This is a place of business and uh yeah we want we want her we want her business to thrive. You guys already know exactly. what you can do. So uh thank you. Yeah. I
0: appreciate that. Yeah I got you all. All of you guys listen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all of you.
0: Yes, reach out <laughs> and we can have a conversation. That's, that's that's I I can talk. I can really talk tonight. night The nice <laughs> times where you guys are gonna have to, you know, Joe just like
2: chill for a All right well so on that note i guess we we want to finish off with our one minute rants
0: you have 1 minute remaining
2: so listen my my one minute rant for today is going to be it you know i just want to rant about my own mediocrity right i'm tired of being mediocre you know what i mean like what i say by mediocre right i don't think i'm mediocre what what i'm saying is that i'm tired of acting like i am you know joe said something really important early on in this uh in this in this interview And she was talking about how she had felt like she had never given her all to to certain things, right? I couldn't agree more. I'm so tired of half-assing stuff, all right? Like, I'm so tired of it. That was one of the biggest things I learned when I was incarcerated was just this idea that, like, I'm not going to half-ass anything anymore. I want to get to it. If I decide I want to do it, then, like, I'm going to do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm sick of, you know, deciding that I want to, you know, get into this business or that business and then half-assing it. I half-assed school. I half-assed just so many things in my life and I no longer want to do that. That's just not something that's in me anymore. And, you know, I just want to encourage anybody that's listening. Like if you're going to do something, just do that shit. Like don't half-ass it. And so that's my one minute rant. Y'all hear my little alarm. Don't make fun of me.
0: (laughs) Keeping you in check, Jono. It is keeping
2: me in check. Jeez. All right. So Caesar, it's on you, buddy. You know
1: something, something I gotta rant about is like, and again, it's it's something that, that Joanna talked about is, uh, confidence, man. Like, I can I can honestly attest to like being like at points in my life I wasn't confident in what I was doing to the point where like I was okay with like it failing and like me not learning anything from it because like I wasn't confident and I mean I gave him my my all, but I I I didn't really either like. The outcome, or I wasn't confident even throughout all of it, and I only really got over that hump um, honestly when when I I took that leap to to Cali. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that was it. Put it put me on like check to like be like fully committed because I was literally leaving my comfort area of Cleveland around my family to like be somewhere that you know, I wasn't used to and and doing something I wasn't used to. So hey man, just Gain some confidence, yo. Own it. Like it's it's hard, but like you can do it.
2: You can do it. All right. Well, uh, Joe, you know, do you uh do you want to add add to your rant? Do you want to have another one? You you let us know.
0: I think the mental health thing was the biggest thing for me, and just by touching the point of confidence and really honestly, guys, do what makes you happy. I cannot stress that enough. I feel like we go on in life, and we go on life doing what we think is the right way to do things. There's never a right way to do anything. There's going to be a lot cool. of failures, There's going to be a lot of downfall, There's going to be a lot of probably hurt along the way because you're trying to do something. But if you're not, and that's her rant, do, y'all. You that's her rant. Shot at this life. One shot. We just want to thank Make it count. It for,
2: for being, what hey, y'all heard it here. And that
1: is um, I want to to end super fun it. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's her rant, y'all. That's
2: guests. her rant. Well, everybody, we just want to thank, <laughs> thank y'all for for thank for you, being with you. us on another episode of, of rant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I want to give a super huge shout out, all right, to our special guest today, hey, Johanna. You thank too, you so nice much time. for being here with us. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: uh, uh, we're out, man. I <laughs> out. I'll see y'all next time.
2: <laughs> <We're> <laughs> hey, well, <laughs> with all of that being said, we hope y'all had a great time, and with that. Rant out.